0: Welcome to the Spiritual Outliers Podcast, where we explore the uncharted territories of spirituality and self-discovery. In a world where conformity seems to be the norm, we aim to shine a light on the unique and diverse experiences of those who have found their own path to healing and self-awareness. Join me as we delve into the mysteries of the universe, share stories of personal growth, and interview spiritual outliers who have forged their own way to a deeper understanding of themselves and the world around them. Whether you're a seasoned spiritual seeker or just beginning your journey, This podcast is for earthbound misfits who are curious about the limitless possibilities of the human spirit. Hey spiritual outliers, I'm your host Heather. Today's episode is all about dreams, how the soul speaks in metaphors. I'm going to tell you why I no longer Google dream meanings, give you some tips on deciphering your own dreams and reveal some personal interpretations of dreams that I've had this year. I have been a vivid dreamer for as long as I can remember, but when Pluto began transiting my 12th house, think of this as the house of the subconscious in the birth chart, my dreams leveled up in intensity and my level of recall has been pretty insane. The dream world is where I choose to do a lot of inner work as I'm sure many souls do. For example, I'm not proud of it, but I beat the crap out of other people. A lot. I have Mars in the 12th. This placement is notorious for unconsciously repressing anger and sleeping a lot. Like, I need my eight to 10 hours of sleep or I'm cranky as fuck. I scream and break glass in the dream world, I go on wild adventures and meet other souls I have no physical recollection of ever meeting on this plane of existence, even ones that seem extraterrestrial in nature. Yeah, the ad gets weird in there. I also reunite with people I once knew. I talk to my deceased parents, and as you'll come to find out later on, I speak a lot of profanities into and at the universe. The list goes on here's why i stopped googling dream interpretations in an effort to repair self-trust and because googling dream meetings can be a bit spiky for me as a highly anxious person mainly because a lot of the interpretations are very surface level and fail to uncover deeper layers of meaning and they're usually pretty negative I've simply stopped relying on other people's explanations because it's more important for me to develop a language and understanding with my own psyche. Dreams are a way for the soul to uniquely speak in metaphors and symbols to the receiver. And how is someone else to tell you what a symbol means? And while I understand that some symbols are archetypal and based on the collective giving selective meanings, we all have unique perspectives. For example, what a horse means to me may be entirely different for you. Maybe you grew up riding horses, and it connects you to your childhood. So if you see a horse in your dream, it could be symbolic for your inner child or a nod to how you felt while riding horses as a child. Someone else may see a horse and associated with the state of Kentucky. Do you see what I'm getting at here? Not everyone sees a horse in the same manner. And for me, horses mean absolute freedom. I would be willing to guess that my meaning also happens to align with common horse symbolism. But the other thing that I've noticed is that dream interpretations I've Googled often take a very face value, superficial approach as in what it means is exactly what it is. So you lose your wedding ring in your dream, it means that you're going to physically lose it in your waking hours, or your marriage is going to fall apart. Although I will say in honoring the totality and potentiality of human experience, I'm sure that someone has had a dream in which they lost their ring and their marriage did fall apart, or they physically lost their ring. But for the grand majority of people, I don't feel that dreams are prophecies. Instead, I feel that they're conveying something in the service of wholeness, a message from the inner self. I recently had a dream about losing my engagement ring, but the message wasn't about the ring itself. Though losing the ring and finding the ring were important to understanding the overall message. I lost the engagement ring in my dream, which in my dream, the ring looks nothing like my actual ring. And my partner and his family tirelessly searched for the ring to no avail. But by the end of the dream, I ended up finding a new simple ring with rose quartz as the main stone. And it took me some time to understand the message but eventually I understood that the ornate, probably really expensive engagement ring in the beginning of the dream was a symbol of what I thought love was, as an engagement ring is a promise to marry and a symbol of love between two people. We searched for this ring high and low while we were in a body of water, perhaps an ocean, I'm not really sure where we were, but we were trying to find the ring as we explored the water with a submarine that had a transparent bottom. I understood the water to mean that I was sorting through and feeling my emotions, which we are doing all the time, but but for me personally, water is symbolic for emotions. So by the end of the dream, I'm in a mall, and I found a very simple, inexpensive ring at a small kiosk, and I remember feeling content with it as a new engagement ring. The center of the ring had a rose quartz stone in it. And what Rose Quartz means to me is self-love and compassion. And it was a symbol for unlearning what I thought love was, whether regarding myself or as it pertains to my relationships. Because this has been a journey of letting go of what I thought love looked like, and instead embracing love in its simpler, less flashy form, all while developing greater self-love and inner understanding. The engagement ring ended up being a message to myself, more or less, as a need to develop more love and compassion, as well as a statement that I would indeed accomplish this healing. But to have someone else figure out the deeper meaning of my dream would likely be generic and a total miss, because no one else knows me quite like I know myself. And here's another example of how I interpreted a dream that I had. And this one, I call it the fire and the horse. So I dreamt that the lush wooded yard around the house that I live in was on fire. And eventually the fire stopped and it cleared on its own. Out of the ashes and smoke emerged a beautiful brown and white horse. On this horse's head, there was a huge, impossible to miss white diamond marking. I took this to mean that a purification was happening within because of the color white and that the horse was symbolic of personal freedom, as that's what it means to me. It's diamond marking conveyed that diamonds are made under pressure and extreme heat. I was truly in a process of rebirth that In retrospect, has freed me from what was no longer needed outdated beliefs, thoughts, patterns, physical weight, traumas, etc. And now I'll give a few pointers on how to interpret dreams for yourself. So dreams often come as a result of working through emotions, merging with aspects of self or others, and sometimes they can be prophetic or predictive in nature. Occasionally, I feel that dreams are meant to fulfill a need that is not being met in waking hours. And these types of dreams are like going on a weird and exciting adventure, because why not? You're in a dream world and you can do whatever you want. And here are some things to take note of if you actively remember your dreams. And I would say to journal, but honestly, I hate journaling, so I'm not going to suggest it. But if that helps you to remember your dreams, then definitely go for it. So first, take note of the overall feeling or emotions experienced in the dream. Sometimes these are the ways of working out feelings that we don't face during our waking hours. For example, as I said, I'm not really proud of this, but it's just one way in which I work out my stuff. I end up in violent fights with people in dreams because of my repressed anger. Anger is not an emotion that I am comfortable with. So my inner self takes it upon itself to recreate these scenarios in which I have to confront my anger. So fighting in a dream is both empowering and therapeutic for me. I'm not taking shit from anyone in the dream world. Next, take note of images that stick with you after the dream is over. Without Googling, and so no cheating here, and I know it's hard not to because I struggle with it myself because the internet is so readily available to all of us, but ask yourself what the image means to you. Don't overthink it. Allow the first thing that pops in your mind to provide a message and then see if it brings you an aha moment, or if it has some resonance. If not, you know, that's okay too. It's not about getting it right or attaining the perfect interpretation. Sometimes the answer and meaning will come to you at a later point. So here I'll give you another example of some crazy dreams that I've had and tie it into my previous tip. So, a few nights ago, I dreamt that I was walking from my neighbor's house to my house. And while walking, I came up against a huge gust of wind that threatened to keep me from walking home. I couldn't move at first because the wind was so powerful, but I persisted and finally made it home. The following scene in the dream sequence, I'm looking out the back window at the sky, and I can see a violent thunderstorm brewing and lighting up the sky in oranges yellows and ambers off in the distance this part is so hilarious to me but remember i have mars in the 12 so i repress a lot of the anger but i started yelling at the storm and i told it fuck you over and over again So what I felt this meant for me were two things. So in the first part of the dream sequence, coming up against the strong wind to get home was a message that no matter what I was up against or how I was feeling powerless from external events beyond my control, I would come home to myself. This house, I feel, is a metaphor for being at home within myself. The second part of this dream sequence, yelling profanities at a storm, felt like I was holding my ground against an outside attack, as crazy as it was, but I didn't feel that it was from outside of myself. I felt that the storm was from my own mind. As I've explained here before in previous episodes, I've struggled with OCD. It can sometimes feel like you're at war within your own body and your own mind as the mind tries to overprotect the self from outside threats. So the brain is constantly scanning for tigers. To me, the storm was just another form of a tiger and I no longer need the protection because it was doing more damage than good. Hence my screaming profanities at a thunderstorm. So let's touch on the aspect of other people being in dreams. So other people are sometimes aspects of yourself. Sex dreams are frequently, but not always, parts of yourself that wish to merge. X dreams, not sex dreams, X dreams, EX dreams, can be an attempt by the subconscious to pull in aspects of that person within the self. And sometimes with extremes, these are ways of finding closure. And it does not likely mean that you would want the X back, though I don't disagree that you know someone has had that dream and it was a nudge that maybe they did want to reunite with an ex partner. So we are a complex collective and I don't deny the possibility of of any dream meaning something specific for someone. So and even if the ex was a terror, okay, you know, don't come at me. There's likely something positive about that person or experience. There was something like a takeaway or an aspect of that person that you did like at one point because it isn't X, so there was something promising and fulfilling there at one point. But soul, soul sees love in other people, even if we've parted ways under tumultuous circumstances. Next up, nightmares. This is like a huge nudge. Or like a red flag from the inner self to acknowledge what's going on within you i don't feel that these are meant to disturb or scare i mean maybe they are i don't i don't claim to know everything but i think they're meant to be more like a huge hard to miss neon sign alerting you that your inner world needs some attention for example i had a dream in which I screamed at the top of my lungs, and I screamed so loud that I broke all the glass in the house. It was very disturbing to me. But I took it as a message to go within. And I quickly figured out that I was not acknowledging some old anger. Surprise. So I ended up doing a Louise Hay meditation about letting go of anger. And after completing the meditation, I felt a lot of the anger released from my system and the dream did not reoccur. I did not have any nightmares after that point. Some dreams are predictive, prophetic, or setting up deja vu. And the latter part is still formulating in my mind, so it may be a little bit difficult to articulate. Although I'm sure that you understand that, you know, what a predictive or prophetic dream is. But I've had dreams over the years that have tied into deja vu. And if you haven't listened to my episode on deja vu, I believe it's episode seven, it might be worth a listen. But I will see a scene in a movie or show. And I think this recently occurred when I watched the show Euphoria, which was highly addictive, by the way, if you haven't seen it. But it was like I already knew what would occur in a specific scene before I had ever seen that show. It could be that the perceived past version of myself was tapping into the day I watched the show. Basically, I had dreamt the scene before I saw it that day, and there was some sort of recognition going on. And one final theory, and yeah, I'm about to get like kind of woo-woo, is that sometimes dreams are glimpses into other realities and parallel selves to show you other experiences that your soul is having. I have very rarely had these. I can count maybe on one hand how many times I have experienced this. But I have seen other realities in which I had chosen to go left instead of right during an important fork in the road moment that changed the ultimate trajectory of my life. In conclusion, dreams are very personal and unique to each of us, and it takes discernment to understand what the dreams are conveying. The message is not always obvious at first, but with continuous curiosity, and a desire to understand, the deeper parts of the self begin to emerge with a language all its own, ripe for personal interpretation and a new way to converse with the inner self. So thank you for joining me here. Your presence is truly, truly valued. If you know someone this episode might help, please, please share. Also please rate my podcast if this has been helpful or illuminating for you. I'll see you next Friday, Outliers.